is the Dan Grasso Show. You get to that Week 18 game against the New England Patriots. Wouldn't it in a perfect world, after all the years that the Patriots were sticking it to the Jets, and really to everybody else, but for the Jets to go down there already with everything clinched already, whether it be a playoff spot, whether it be the division, and the game means nothing to them, and they rest Aaron Rodgers and go in there and start Zach Wilson, that to me would be the ultimate kind of payback for Belichick. Like, okay, there you go. Enjoy it. And watch. And, and for Zach Wilson to go out there and beat them <laughs> the place where he played his worst game as a pro up in foxborough this is the dan grosser show where's my music yeah i get that dummies on 98.7 espn see that's misrepresentation right there that's the power of the you edit coming back to make me look like a bad guy which i'm not you've got a friend in me can we set the record straight please because I don't want people to just be turning on this show and thinking that I'm some jerk, which they might think already, but I'm not. You make it seem like I'm, I'm taking it out on you guys. And that is not true. I did not call you guys dummies. Yes or no? Yes, you did not. Who did I call a dummy, by the way? What was that in reference to? That was in reference to <laughs> you breaking down the scheduling and us using an entire segment to go over the scheduling, even though... 98% of the public knows what the schedule is already. Oh, okay. But it's not you guys. No, not us. No. That was not I would never say us. that. I would never say that. So On it was just like anyway. a, no, well, exactly, never. But it was in a broad reference to the whole specter of like, hey, we know the schedule, it got leaked, it was out there, but yet the NFL still wants to make sure and they have these giant television productions, our network on ESPN. NFL Network, they do two, three. NFL Network does three freaking hours on the schedule. Three. I mean, you know, the beauty of the internet is that you just pop on the computer, whatever, your phone, your tablet, whatever you do, and you just check and see, like, the matchups you're interested in. You got the whole schedule in the palm of your hand. I don't need three hours. Now, look, I spoke about, when, like, years ago when I was a kid, before the internet and all that stuff, if they had a three-hour show devoted to the schedule, I would watch that thing like they were giving you the secret of life. And there would be like a financial reward at the end of it if you just like stayed with it till the end. Like they gave you a promo code, you called this number and you typed in this code and they would send you money. I would have watched the schedule show, but I can't do that now. I can't. Tell me when, who, where, I got it, I'm good. But we'll go in depth on the Jets and Giants schedule a little bit later on this hour. Uh, We're keeping our eyes on this devil game here, 2-2. 14 minutes to play in regulation. Could be 14 minutes left in their season. We shall see. Yankees, 5-0 hole against the Tampa Bay Rays. They only got two hits. Bats are quiet. Drew Rasmussen tying them up in knots. We'll see if they've got a late-inning rally in them at all in the Bronx in the opener of this four-game set. Got one basketball game underway here tonight. The Boston Celtics, at least right now anyway, Clinging to a lead over the Philadelphia 76ers. They're up 10, 58-48 in the third quarter. Remember, Boston trying to win to get that one back to Boston for a game number seven. That would be on Sunday afternoon. And the Phoenix Suns are trying to do exactly the same thing. They trail the Denver Nuggets three games to two. They got a home game tonight. If they win, it goes back to Denver. And the game seven would be on Sunday. No DeAndre Ayton. In that one tonight for the home team. He's dealing with a little bit of a rib issue. And I guess Anthony Davis doesn't have a concussion. Even though they uh, he got wheeled out last night in a wheelchair after he took that shot to the head in the uh, Warriors-Lakers game. 
But the Dubs did their job. Now let's see if the Lakers can finish it off or not uh, when they meet up tomorrow night. And, of course, the Knicks did their job, right? Knicks did their job. Wasn't easy. And I'll tell you, after the first quarter, it looked damn near improbable with how bad the Knicks played that opening 12 minutes, only mustering 14 points in losing to the Miami or in losing that first quarter to the Miami Heat, 24-14. Couldn't get anything going, and it was almost like a carryover of game number four. Miami got all the offensive rebounds. Miami got the loose balls. Knicks were turning it over. The Heat were using the turnovers and fueling that into offense, and it just didn't look like things were going to change. Julius Randle had one eye because he took that shot from Bam Adebayo early on. Uh, Josh Lowe with a two-run homer. He had a bases-clearing double last time up. Now he hits a two-run homer. So basically Josh Lowe destroying the New York Yankees tonight. Maybe not pitch to him the rest of the weekend. That's my expertise in scouting. Um, What was I saying about the Knicks? Oh, yeah. Josh Hart was in foul trouble. Julius Randle couldn't see. No IQ. You didn't like their chances. But that's why they play four quarters. Tibbs goes to his bench. The couple of guys he actually trusts. Obi comes in. He's doing the alley-ooping. He's getting rebounds. Changed the momentum. Got the garden crowd on their feet. A little bit of buzz in the building. And just like that, bim, bam, boom, it's a 19-point lead in the third quarter. Heat give it a good run in the fourth, but the Knicks hold them off. Mitchell Robinson makes some big free throws. Quentin Grimes with a big defensive stop down the other end of the floor on Jimmy Butler. Gets the steal. And we got a trip down to Miami for a game number six coming up tomorrow. Pre-game at 7. You'll hear the entire game at 7.30 right here on 98.7 ESPN. And look, if we're going to sit here and handicap their chances of extending this series and getting it back to the Garden, and Game 7, by the way, would be on Monday night. Not on Sunday. It would be on Monday, a game number 7. Standalone game. They got to play better than they did last night. Okay? Last night was good enough to get the job done last night. It's not going to be good enough on Friday. There's no way... Because I expect the Heat to be better. And so the guys that maybe didn't have their best outing last night for the Knicks, I'm talking about Josh Hart with the foul trouble. I'm talking about, you know what? I want to see a better Julius Randle. I do. You're third-team All-NBA. You were good last night. Not great. I want to see great Julius Randle. Your backs are up against the wall. It's going to take a Herculean effort to climb out of this 3-1 deficit. Remember, only 13 teams have done it. In the history of the sport, you're trying to be the 14th. There have been a lot of basketball, a lot of series. You have to be at your best. Can they do it? Absolutely. Sure they can. But the thing that maybe doesn't give you a lot of confidence is that the two games down in Miami in this series, Knicks have looked overmatched. Knicks have looked like they don't belong. Okay, so you have to, first off, go out there and actually match this team stride for stride and put yourself in a position to win the game. You know, obviously, game four was better than game three, but even in game four, they were fighting an uphill battle, and every time it looked like maybe they were going to close in, Miami had the answer. Every time they were going to get it a little bit tighter than six, Miami had the answer, right? Max Struess or whoever the hell it was hitting a big three-pointer. And that's the other thing last night, too. Miami, they were pretty bad shooting the threes until, like, the fourth quarter rolled around where they were really consistent. Is it going to be like that again tomorrow night on their home floor? I'm not so sure. Knicks got to play better. Enjoy the win. 
I do, I do, I do now look at this differently in the fact that they were able to extend this to six games. You know, so let's just say the journey ends tomorrow night. I could take a step back and evaluate this season and this series and feel better about it than I would have if it ended last night at the Garden in five games if they would have went out meekly. After three consecutive losses, three bad performances, but now it's different. Now you feel better about things. But it's going to have to take a better effort. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. Let us say hi to Tino. He's in Staten Island here on 98.7 ESPN. Tino, how was the gym tonight? Uh, the gym was awesome. This is the perfect time. When I come out of the gym... I was like, I told you Tuesday night when I called you, Dan, I said, we're going to win, and we're going to win by 10. I was actually close. We won by 9. Close. I don't know if you remember the call, but we won by 9. Sounds right there. So, Dan, we've been talking all year. The one thing that we struggled all year to do, and it's still an Achilles heel, what is it? Defending the three. Yep. When are we going to stop doubling and just trust our guys to play one-on-one defense? You know that Grimes, when he defends – uh, Butler, I think Butler's shooting five for 19 when he defends him one-on-one. Grimes can defend. Guys got to trust each other that they can defend one-on-one. We, we're losing to guys that they're one-dimensional players, Dan. They're the Shrews of the world, the Duncan Robbins in the world, the Kevin Loves of the world. First half, they shot three for 19 from three. But second half, then they shot nine for 18 because we kept scrambling on defense and they kept getting open looks. Eventually, if you're going to give professional basketball players open looks, they're going to knock them down. And this is something, Dan, we struggled all season long defending the three. And if we do that Friday night, if we hold them to a minimum of just 10 threes, we will win Friday night, Dan. That is the key to winning this Friday night. Defend the three ball. That's all I've got to say. 10 made threes, that's what you're saying? That's it. That's it. If we can just hold them to 10, I think we win comfortably. I don't disagree about your number. The only thing I disagree with a little bit is the prospect of that happening. You got, they got to trust each other, Dan. They, they, they scramble. They, they're so quick to, you know, when the, when the pick comes, that's why we miss IQ, because he fights around screens. Same thing with Deuce McBride. These guys, they, when they see a pick, they're ready to go. They don't go under the pick. They go at it to go over the pick. So, so they, they attack it. So they're not always switching. But that's what's happening. They're sending the double right when Jimmy Butler gets the ball in the post. They send the double. Why? Trust Grimes to go on him one-on-one. He's not shooting that well. He, he hasn't had one game over 30 points this, this series against the Knicks so far. His best game was 28 points. We're yeah, holding him to pretty good numbers. But you know what? Jimmy Butler's doing so many things, Tino, and I thank you for the phone call, my friend. Um, Jimmy Butler does so many things to impact the game. It's not scoring with him necessarily. Last round, he was a scoring demon against Milwaukee, right? And it called for it. But this one, I, I, I mean, what more do you want from the guy? I mean, he's giving you a solid, what is he averaging this round? He's got to be averaging 25, which is more than enough. 25 points a game, and his team is one win away from the conference finals. But think about all the other stuff. You know, whether it's about seven rebounds, seven assists. You know, he's shooting close to 50%. He could do it inside. He could do it outside. Dude's a tough man. He, he is one of those guys, and, and, and I say this with the utmost respect, Jimmy Butler is the classic pain in the neck that you hate when he's on the other team, but you want him on your team with skill. 
lot of those guys are guys who are just kind of like goons and don't, you know, they don't really bring anything to the table. But this dude can play. Can play. I got news for you. Jimmy Butler's on the Knicks. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals already. You know? Swap out. Swap out. R.J. Barrett. Swap out. You know, give me another one of the rotational guys. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Rather have, would you rather have Julius Randle or Jimmy Butler? I don't even think that's a fair question. I, 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 not even close. If Randle was on the Heat and, and, and Jimmy Butler was on the Knicks, the Knicks would be prepping. The, the Knicks would right now be sitting there in, in their house. You know, Tibbs would be up in Westchester with his feet up and a, and a carton of haagen watching the Sixers and the Celtics battling it out to see who they're going to be playing in the conference finals. That's what they'd be doing. All right, more of your Nick calls coming up, 800-919-3776. We'll also dissect with a fine-tooth comb. We'll go over the Jets and the Giants' schedules individually and highlight some of the big matchups league-wide around the National Football League here. We roll to the top of the hour. Dan Grasso Show, 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so we don't have a show tomorrow because the Knicks won. So it bumped us off the air. As a matter of fact, Harvey, I don't know if you knew this. That was actually, I heard, because again, I know some people over at the building at MSG. That was actually part of like the pep rally, the pep talk, not the pep rally, the pep talk that, that Tibbs gave his team. At halftime last night, it was only a three-point game. Could have gone either way. And Tibbs was telling his guys in the locker room, he was like, you guys want to hear Gras on Friday night? He's like, I sure as hell don't. You better win this game because if we don't win, then he's got a show. True story, which I take offense to, by the way. I never did anything to Tibbs. I've generally been overly complimentary for him. I've praised him this year, thought that he was largely responsible for this team still being Alive in the second round, so I didn't appreciate that he would Tibbs use... would be up in Westchester with his feet up and a carton of haagen There's vitamins in ice cream. That wasn't a shot. What's your favorite ice cream, Dan? Flavor, you mean? Well, what do you think I'm talking about with ice cream, man? Well, I thought you were... Because I said haagen so you were talking about like a brand. No. I don't, I don't have a brand. Yeah, well, flavor? Um, partial of cookies and cream. Okay. It's pretty good. Um, you know what I used to, I, I haven't had it in a very long time. You know what flavor I used to eat a lot of when I was a kid, believe it or not? Coffee. You, you a big coffee ice cream guy? 
No, it's funny. I I went to Vitamin Shop to um. Well, they're not gonna some, have ice cream at Vitamin Shop. To get some protein powder, and they have this Dunkin' Donuts style protein powder. Dunkin' Donuts, what? Yeah, it's like it's a like Dunkin' Donuts protein powder, and get this, it has caffeine in it as well. I'm not a huge like I don't need a ton of ice cream. You know what I mean? But like if I do those, yeah, and, and just like straight, you know, old school vanilla, nothing wrong with that. What about you? Vanilla number one, mm-hmm. cookies and cream two, mm-hmm. and I sound would like you're copying my answers from the no, test. No, no, never. I would say, oh, anything, anything, lemon or, or lemon. Mango. Yeah. What lemon ice cream? I never heard of lemon ice cream. Well, that sounds they have- like sorbet. Yeah, that's, that's a different, exactly. That's a different conversation. Now, do you go like toppings and stuff, or just like just nothing? I always go. I always go gummy bears and gummy bears. Yeah. Oh my god! I gotta meet your dentist. Jesus, you must be putting uh, like it. You might. You must be building his vacation home. You tell them with all this stuff you're eating. You asked them. Never had a cavity. I don't buy that. I I, I call BS on that. Joe, you buying that? That this guy's never had a cavity. I I will buy that only because I've partook in more, not the same ice cream toppings, but, you know, Butterfinger or some hot fudge. Yeah. A giant mountain of whipped cream. Mm. And I've never had a cavity either. Well, I mean, you have discipline. You take care of your teeth, you brush, you floss, all those things. Nothing like having, fr- like, you know, just ice-cold gummy bears with the ice cream. Just like I've never done gummy bears on ice cream. You know why? Here's my, here's why, because my I respect gummy bears. What does that even mean? I respect gummy bears by themselves. Like, to me, you have gummy bears just like they are, and, and that's like a snack. That's a treat. I'm not going to combine that with the ice cream because those things, I think, are good enough on their own. You know what I'm a big fan of, I'll tell you, too? The, um, what do they call them? The chip witch? Okay. Best. Yeah, the Best. fantastic. Like the, you know, like the cookies, like the chocolate chip cookies with the ice cream in, those are fantastic. Um, I'm more partial to the ice cream bars, believe it or not, I think, than the, like, just actual ice cream. Like the Twix bars? Good humor bar, you know, like the yeah, old yeah, school yeah, yeah. good humor thing. How about a toasted almond? Who's going to say no to a toasted almond? Or the strawberry shortcake. Not a big strawberry. I'll do the chocolate uh, eclair. That's not bad. But the toasted almond is the the go-to. And I have a bone to pick with the good humor folks, if they're listening. They're not a sponsor for the show, right? I don't think they are. I don't think I've done a read yet for good humor. May not now after this, but I'm going to say it anyway. They have scaled back considerably the size of their product over the years. Like when I was a kid, I remember. You, you know, it'd be the summertime, you'd be out, whatever, you go buy an ice cream, whatever, you get one of these, like, toasted almond bars, the ice cream truck, whatever, that thing would be the size of your head. Size of your head. Now, you go to the grocery store, you buy the box with, like, you know, the four or five individually wrapped ones that come in the box. You open it up, and it's, like, baby size. It's, like, baby's first ice cream bar. Like, what are we doing? That's how they get you. I know that's how they get you, it's but the, they shouldn't. It's the same thing with, with potato chips. And with my protein powder, too, I, I was like, I was looking it through the light, and it's like half full. How much are you spending on this protein powder? I was red hot because I missed the sale. It was like 30% off, so I paid uh, 45 bucks. 45 bucks for protein powder? I figured I was, I'm going to make it last like a month. Where are you getting it from, Costco? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I mean, what are you doing with this protein? 
what are you like selling it like black market? Like how much protein? Did, there's there are other sources of protein that you can get, not in a powder, and a I, lot cheaper. I get it, but I haven't. I didn't have it in a while, and I needed one. What is this like? So it's like for like with shakes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mix it with with fruit and water. So you do like the whole blender action or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what does it taste like? Tastes good. Tastes great. What is it like chocolate? I mean, what like flavor do you buy? No, I got um. You said the Gatorade one. No, I got a silly uh fruity pebbles flavor, oh cake flavor. But I mix it with the fruit and and I also have so a, they have fruit. Let me get this straight. So they have fruity pebbles flavored protein powder. Yeah, fruity pebbles cake flavored protein powder, and I mixed it with fruit, and I also had um peanut butter powder as well. So I put two scoops of oh, that. Please. By the way, I don't know if you failed to mention, are you uh, cool with chocolate chip as a topping for ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because to me, like, the, the cookies and cream and the chocolate chip are very similar. I I at least think so. I mean, it's kind of like in, they're in the same family. But no gummy bears, not even gummy worms no. you try. No, like, you know why? Like, other people... No, you know what I do? I'll, I'll do for toppings, honestly. Like, I'm five years old still on occasion. It depends on, on what flavor you're getting. Like, with the vanilla, you could do that. Sprinkles. I like a good sprinkle every once in a while. Rainbow or chocolate? Rainbow. I'm not an animal. It's got to be rainbow. Got to be rainbow. Now, are you a, are you a sprinkles or a Jimmy's guy? It's no, like Taylor no, Ham. I'm, no, I'm sprinkles. I'm sprinkles. Sprinkles. Now I'm sprinkles, but like I don't know what it was when I was younger. It was Jimmy's. I heard an old Don LaGreca TV episode, uh, like a while ago, that he mentioned it was Jimmy's. Yeah, there was there there was um, wait a sec. I'm getting a um, I got a message from um, somebody on Twitter. Thomas is tweeting me, telling me that they discontinued the good humor toasted almond. Do we have any dramatic sound effect music oh my after goodness. that? Because I'm I'm a little kind of mistaken by that now. And apparently, the reason I like and it has to be this whole conversation. By the way, it has to be. Hard ice cream because I'm not like a soft serve guy. And I stand by that. Right. That's what I was looking for. Play it again. Now, to be fair, because you know what? It was actually. Yeah, thank you. I need this. I need this. This will encapsulate the struggles in the story that I'm about to disclose right now. It couldn't have been more than a week ago. I'm sitting there at home when I had a night off. And I think I even said to my wife, I was like, we got any... I said, you know what I could go for? And I said, I have some toasted almond. But a toasted almond. I haven't had one of those in a while. And she said, we don't have any. Haven't bought them in a while because we don't eat ice cream in the winter. You know, it's a, it's a summer. It's a warm weather type food. So it's warm now. You're getting an ice cream weather. So I was thinking, boy, I could, you know, one of these days, next time I'm at the grocery store, maybe pick up some toasted almond or whatever. Now... If this report is true, which Thomas is telling me, then that means I'm not going to be able to go and acquire the toasted almond. And while, and look, I understand times are tough. The world is in a crappy place, you know, the economy and everything. But like, hey, man, if you're good humor, why would you cut bait with toasted almond? Toasted almond has brought so much joy and happiness to the world. Why would you try to deprive the universe of that? Why, oh, why, oh, why? Now, the beginning of this story, I was getting into, like, our show schedule. So, like, whenever our next show is, Harvey, we got to get somebody on from Good Humor to validate this report. To, number one, confirm or deny, if indeed that it's still a product that you could get. 
Got to have it out with these dudes. I'm looking at a list here, eatthis.com, on the 10 uh, beloved grocery items that were discontinued in 22. Honesty 1, Klondike's Choco Taco number 2. I remember the Choco Taco. Your Toasted Almond Bars made number 3. Oh, don't even tell me. Why? Why? If it's number 3, that means it's good. Wait, Kellogg's Popcorn Pops... Cereal just continued? I didn't hear about that. So are you sure? Is this a reputable site that you're looking up? What is it called? Hope. Eat this? Eatthis.com slash discontinued uh, hyphen grocery hyphen I don't trust items. these people. I remember the Choco Taco thing because that was like all the rage. But I understand like if you're going to make a big deal about the, the, the Choco Taco being gone and not even bring up uh, the, the Toasted Almond, I'll go to war. Toasted Almond is superior over the Choco Taco. Six days a week and twice on Sunday. Easy. If we did like a battle of the ice creams, Toasted Almond beats Choco Taco any day of the week. Whether it's a home game, a road game, neutral site, doesn't matter. Toasted Almond in a freaking uh, minimum five games in a best of seven. Not the sweep? No. No. I mean, you know, it's ice cream. There was a petition. They're wishy-washy. Um, there was a petition to make this come back, but... um. The company said... Um, they the made Choco a statement. Taco or the... the, the... The, the good human twist almond. I, ca I can't. I just. That hurts. Like, that's not how I wanted to end the show. That's not how I wanted to, you know, go off into the weekend with that type of news. Disappoints me. But anyway, no show tomorrow because of the Knicks. That's how we started this story. And then we got into ice cream. No, uh, no show tomorrow because we got the Knicks. No show Saturday morning. We don't even have our Saturday morning show because I have something to attend to. Family obligations. So Harvey and Joe will be there, but I just won't be. Who's doing the show? Gordon's doing the show, maybe? Correct. All right. So Gordon, you got Gordon's great. Gordon's going to be fine. He's, you're going to love him. So Gordon will do the show. We may or may not have a show on Monday night. It depends on the Knicks. If the Knicks win tomorrow, like Tibbs again might use the whole Grasso rallying cry thing. He's like, I don't want him to have a show on Monday night because there might be a game seven. So depending on the outcome of the Nick game tomorrow, we either have a show on Monday or Tuesday. We'll keep you posted. Check your local listings, as they say. Your local grocer, which is apparently where they won't have toasted almond anymore. 800-919-3776. Grasa Show, 98.7 ESPN. Thank you for not playing bing bong. There's vitamins in ice cream. This is the Dan Grasa Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Devils and Canes head into overtime in an elimination game, potentially, at least for New Jersey if they don't win. Uh, 2-2 is the score. Shots on goal, 31-26 Carolina. They dominated that third period, 11-5 when it came to the shots. Pretty quick game. You know, like I said, only one penalty each squad. But Carolina getting that Brent Burns goal inside of a minute to play to end the second period is why we're headed to OT. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I guess they'll start the overtime before um, we sign off here. We'll see. See how it goes. Let's say hi to Ryan in Tarrytown up next here on 9870 ESPN. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? All right, Dad. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. So about the Knicks, I mean, besides, like, not helping my, my, my bipolar, right, but um, Tibbs and, uh, needs a point guard, obviously. He's great with a point guard, a great point guard. Brunson's been uh, unbelievable, and Tibbs was good with Derrick Rose. Without, you know, a great point guard, I think. But anyway, so who's complaining, right? We got a great point guard, and the guy's great. But I think uh, the last caller with the three-pointers, that was a good call. But, um, like, guys like Randall and Robinson – and Barrett, they're good on the runs. When the NBA is now a game of runs, nine or run, eleven or run. But Brunson's consistency of just getting you the bucket all the time, the guy's fantastic. And I think if you're going eleven or run, nine or run, basketball's changed so much. But Brunson puts the ball in the net, he lays it up, he drives, he's beautiful. I love him. You know what, Ryan? I mean, we've run out of plaudits for Jalen Brunson all season. We really have. At least I have. I mean, what more can you say about this guy that hasn't been said already? Like, I, I, I did a hit earlier today on the um, on the network, on Kenny and Carlin, talking about the Knicks. And they asked me about Jalen Brunson. Like, you know, is last night's game something that really would sway the popular opinion amongst the Knicks fans, you know, in Jalen Brunson's favor? And I said, not guys, this has been like a whole year thing, right? It's not just last night. I mean, last night was like icing on the cake, if you will. But if you're a Knicks fan, you watch his team, even sporadically this year, you know how valuable he is to their success. They're not in this situation without him, with everything that they've accomplished this year and he has accomplished. He has been the driving force behind this club. All right, let's look at these schedules here a little bit more in depth before we say goodbye. And we'll start with the Giants. We'll repeat it again in case you didn't hear it. Dallas Week 1, Sunday Night Football at home, at Arizona Week 2, at San Francisco Thursday night. Week three, Seattle, a Monday nighter, home week four, then three straight road games at Miami, at Buffalo, at Washington. Jets is a home game week eight, then out to Vegas on the road week nine at Dallas week 10. Two straight home games, Washington followed by New England. They get a bye week 13, which is late in the season. Then off the bye, you get Green Bay at home on Monday Night Football. So think about that. The Giants are going to be home for like a month. Two home games, a bye, and then another home game. Week 15 at New Orleans. Week 16, Christmas Day in the afternoon at Philadelphia. First time they see the Eagles, not till Christmas. Rams at home week 17, and then the Eagles at home again week 18. So things that stand out, four primetime games plus Christmas. Christmas might as well count as a primetime game. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. It's a standalone game, all eyes on it. So it's four plus the Christmas game. Philadelphia two times in the last three weeks 
is another one that jumps out at you. Normally, you don't like to wait that long to see a division foe and a rival, but that's what's happening with them this year. And really, in an unprecedented move, they got seven road games in the first 10 weeks of the season. Seven of the first 10 on the road. That is a lot. Now, if you could fatten up on those, you got all those home games waiting for you in the second half of the season, that could play into your favor. So a little odd there, but hey, you know what? Giants are a draw. People are believing in the Giants. They don't think last year was a fluke, given all those primetime games there. Jets, as you would expect, they got a lot of primetime assignments this year with Aaron Rodgers aboard. Five primetime games plus the Black Friday game against the Miami Dolphins. So, Buffalo Monday night, week one at home, at Dallas week two, New England at home week three, home Kansas City on Sunday night football week four, at Denver in week five, Eagles home week six, then a bye week, at the Giants week eight, home Chargers week nine on Monday night football, then Sunday night football the following week in Vegas against the Raiders, then a trip to Buffalo in week 11, the Black Friday game week 12, Atlanta at home in 13, Houston at home week 14, at Miami week 15, home against Washington on Christmas Eve, and then at Cleveland in week 17, that is a Thursday night game. So New Year's weekend, Jets will be off, but they play on Thursday night. I believe that's December the 28th um, against the Browns. That'll be the final Thursday night game of the year for Amazon. And then at New England to close it out in week 18. So the five primetime games plus the Black Friday, they're going to be home from week six to like week nine because they got the Eagles, then a bye week. The game against the Giants, which, you know, you don't have to get on a plane to, to play the Giants, even though you're the road team. And then the Chargers on Monday night. So that's almost a month being at home. That'll be good for them with the bye uh, squeezed into that. Three games in 12 days from weeks 10 to 12. That's a little bit of a rough go, especially when you consider. And what we're talking about there is at Vegas on Sunday night football. So you're going to get back late coming from the West Coast. Then you got to get to work right away on the Buffalo Bills against the division team. You got to go on the road. Then you get done with Buffalo, and then you have a short week to play Miami because you're playing on that Friday. So two kind of shortish weeks against division games, important games. You don't like to see that necessarily. But as is life in the National Football League, when you talk about these television assignments and the big draws and the big games, and, and and so on and so forth. I was a little surprised, I don't know about you guys, that the Detroit Lions were the team that got the opening game assignment against the Kansas City Chiefs. That Thursday night game, September 7th, to kick off the season, Kansas City had a lot of attractive opponents that they could have scheduled. They picked the Lions, who, remember, became real close to making the playoffs last year, um, spoiled Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going to the playoffs on that final Sunday night. Now they get to go showcase themselves at Arrowhead. That's an improving team, but uh, we'll see if that's a, an assignment that's too tough for them. It's always tough being the road team in that first Thursday nighter to get the victory. Uh, but that's what Kansas City has uh, for the opener. The Thanksgiving games, those are all NFC teams. Green Bay, Detroit, 12:30, Washington, Dallas at 4:30. San Francisco at Seattle in prime time. That is Thanksgiving. Now, what are some of the other um, 
big games we look for. I'm looking to see when they have the Saturday games. Okay, here's something that's interesting. I just stumbled upon this. Monday, December the 11th, that's week 14. Giants are playing Monday night against Green Bay at 8-15. They're having another Monday night game go up against it on ESPN. Tennessee at Miami. I don't know why you would want to do that. I remember they did it, was it last year early in the season? Like week two, they had like the Eagles play. And then directly up against it on either ABC or ESPN, there was like another Monday night game. I don't know the, I don't know what the logic is behind that. But we were talking about it a little while ago. There's going to be a game exclusive to ESPN Plus this year. And there's going to be a game exclusive to Peacock this year, the NBC streaming service. So you're going to have to have those if you want to watch that game, whichever one it is. I got to look it up here. But um, I'm looking to see when the the whole Saturday things start because those are always uh, interesting late in the year. Saturday, okay, week 16. Saturday, December 23rd, you get Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Here it is. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, 430 on NBC. Buffalo at the Chargers, 8 o'clock on Peacock. That's a good game. You know, on paper, that's a really, really good game, and, and you got to have Peacock to watch it, to stream it, and you got to pay for that. Uh, the Christmas Day triple header, Monday, December 25th, Vegas at Kansas City at 1 o'clock. You know about the Giants in Philadelphia at 4.30, and then at ABC, nighttime, Baltimore at San Francisco. So if you're a 49er fan, think about that. You're playing primetime on Thanksgiving night and on Christmas night. So what happens, the price of being good, as they say. Um, Jets, the final Thursday nighter in Cleveland, week 17. You get a Saturday night game on December 30th, Detroit at Dallas, and then everybody else is playing on um, New Year's Eve, Sunday, December 31st. And the Sunday night game is tentatively scheduled to be Green Bay at Minnesota. That could be flexed, of course. But Green Bay, Minnesota, as you're uh, having your New Year's Eve bash, getting ready to watch the ball drop and so on and so forth. And we shall see how these teams are going to do. Got it. Look, it's going to be a blast. I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about the football once the summer rolls around here with the anticipation with the two local teams here and what we could expect to see. But, you know, having these night games in the prime times and the, you know, late afternoon window with the national doubleheaders, how long has it been? You know, it wasn't that long ago we were sitting here lamenting the fact that New York sports was as bad as it's ever been with all the teams collectively. And now everybody's good. Everybody's making the playoffs. The football teams are held in high esteem. What could be better? 800-919-3776 is the telephone number. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up and we'll get ready to send it off to Gordon and Larry, who are coming up next. Dan Gross' show on this Thursday on 98.7 ESPN. I respect gummy bears. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. Remember, no show tomorrow night. We got Knicks game six, which you'll hear on 98.7 ESPN. I'm off Saturday morning as well. So next time we'll talk, probably could be Monday night. Depends. If the Knicks win, we got a game seven Monday. If they don't win tomorrow, then you and I are going to talk on Monday and we'll have ourselves a uh, a program. Devils and the Hurricanes knotted up at two in overtime as it is just underway. Devils trying to win to extend their season and get it back to 
Prudential Center for a Game 6 on Saturday. Yankees fall flat against the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm surprised they even scored two runs, but it was 8-2 to two Tampa. They're clearly the superior team. Yanks didn't have a runner pass first base until the ninth inning. Uh, really had problems trying to solve Drew Rasmussen. But uh, Glaber Torres had a uh, two-RBI single there late in the game, getting the two runs home. Other than that, they would have been shut out. I mean, they only had two hits for pretty much the uh, the betterment of that game. Ray- Rays are just better. Rays are a machine right now, you know, 29-9. and um, it, it, You really have to start looking at the standings right now if you're the Yankees. It's not to say that your season is over and you can't make the playoffs, but you look at this team and what they're doing. I mean, you're already nine behind them in the loss column. 30-9 and nine, Tampa, excuse me, 30-9. and nine. You're nine behind these guys in the loss column, and, you know, that's a lot of ground to make up because you have to start playing really good baseball, but you also have to make that contingent on the Rays taking a step back. And so far there's no evidence of them even remotely starting to have a drop in their production or their play. Um, We talked about the schedule with the Jets and the Giants, the whole NFL. It is out, so enjoy that. Start making your plans and what games you want to go to and everything. Sauce Gardner, of course, Jets star, was on NFL Live during their uh, schedule unveiling extravaganza earlier tonight and talked about several things like his reaction to Aaron Rodgers coming to New York. Man, I was astonished. I seen um, the interview, the podcast when he was with Pat McAfee, and he said like, that's where he wanted to be. But it just felt it felt even better seeing it actually happen. Uh, I couldn't wait to meet him in person. Couldn't wait to chop it up with him and just pick his brain a little bit. Yeah, man, it was a great feeling. How does your defense make Aaron Rodgers better and vice versa? One, he already let me know. He's going to let us know how, how teams going to try to attack our defense. You know, how they tried to attack us last year. You know, that's the main thing. Just knowing, like, how teams, like, what do what do teams see? What do offensive coordinators see? And I feel like, like he said, he's been around for a long time. So he's definitely going to let us know that. I feel like we can make him better by just, you know, playing fast. You know, trying to disguise. Even though he didn't sing pretty much every disguise. Just running fast, you know, and playing fast football. And lastly, how does your defense, or is your defense, ready to handle the pressure of having some big expectations this year? Yeah, it ain't no pressure. I mean, like we're just gonna give it our all, like we did last year. We got a we got a lot of a lot of time to just see how teams were attacking us last year. So we're just gonna we're gonna be even better. You know, we added some new pieces to our defense. Well, Coach Sala, Jody, they all feel can really help our defense and help our team in general. So you no know, man, we're just looking forward to the season, but there's no pressure at all. You know, the defense was the stabilizing force of this team last year. You know, you felt good about that. They were a top five defense statistically. And the only thing that was holding them back was the steady production offensively. And certainly they feel that they have that figured out with the uh, acquisition there of Aaron Rodgers. And look, I said it, I keep saying it, there's a lot of optimism, there's a lot of excitement. Team should be a heck of a lot of fun. And it all gets underway here in a few months. It'll be here before you know it. Like, I, I, I can't believe that, that June is only a few weeks away. So if June has gotten here this fast, right, and, and we're approaching, you know, conference finals in the NBA and the NHL, think about how soon football's going to be here. You know, it's going to be July, August, and training camp, and onward and upward. So, you know, the Knicks were our big story tonight. Great win last night. Hard-fought win. Did the little things. They're going to have to do the little things again if they want to get this thing back to MSG for a Game 7 on Monday night. It's going to take an effort even greater than the one they had in game number five. 
I think they're capable of it. It would be great if Emmanuel quickly could suit up, but I'm not so sure. You know, even if it give you like 10 minutes just to take some of the burden off of guys like Brunson and Grimes who had to gut it out for 48 minutes on the floor last night, you don't want to ask that from them again because, you know, ultimately some tired legs are going to start to show up and then you get into trouble there. So am I confident? Not a thousand percent. I put it at no better than 50-50 them winning that game tomorrow because I expect the heat to be better on their home floor. And the Knicks, have, you know, the two games they played down in Miami in this series have not been good games. So until I see them actually go out there and play a good 48 minutes in that arena, that's what's going to ultimately sway me. But that'll do it for us tonight. Thanks to Harvey and thanks to Joe. Thanks to you guys for calling in and tweeting and all the whole nine yards. Gordon and Larry are coming up next. I will talk to you at the earliest, Monday. Be well, everybody. Dan Gross is saying so long on 98.7 ESPN. I respect gummy bears.